0: Welcome to GRIT, a podcast about life in the long haul. I'm your host, Michael Hallman. We are in week four of resilience. And what does it mean to be resilient? So we talk about resilience and we've talked about the definition of being able to bounce back, being able to recover from the difficulties um, and the problems that life brings. And I hope that the previous episodes have helped you. This is the first episode that you've come in on. I want to encourage you to go back and check out um, the first three. Today, though, want to talk um, specifically about coping. Um, Resilience and coping go hand in hand. If resilience is our ability to bounce back, coping is the way that we bounce back. Uh, Coping is um, the way that we face and deal with um, the problems and difficulties that come our way. It, it's it's the way that we kind of process things and the way that we deal with things and the way that we work through things. And I think in kind of many years of talking to people and noticing how people um, deal with pressures, I think we all have different ways of coping. We all have different means of dealing with the things that come our way. And so I don't think this episode would necessarily be a kind of prescription of what you absolutely must do. But I think there will be some things said that could help you um, go through your process. So again, as we think about coping as we work through kind of have a working definition of what coping is, I want to, I want to start with this definition of it is the process by which individuals manage the challenging or threatening demands that are placed upon them. Now researchers have kind of placed coping into two categories. There's an emotion focused coping and there's a problem centered coping. Now emotion, uh, emotion focused coping, um, serves to regulate the emotions that we have. So as we're going through issues, uh, there are lots of emotions that come about. Emotion-focused coping is going to kind of hone in on how do we deal with, how do we regulate, how do we process the emotions that we're feeling. The second uh, kind of bucket that coping has been put in is a problem-centered coping. Now, problem-centered coping aims to uh, change the problem or change the conflict. So it's, so it, it's going to look for, okay, what's the root cause of the problem? Why am I in this situation? And what can I do differently to not be here again? Now, the two aren't really mutually ex- exclusive, right? They actually, uh, in many cases, go hand to hand. They go hand in hand. For instance, uh, your first reaction to kind of going through a problem may be to say, okay, calm down. And then once you calm down, your problem oriented coping or your problem centered coping um, will begin to help you see, okay, what caused this? What was the issue um, that got me to this place where I've experienced this emotion? And then what can I do to kind of work my way back? So as we think through those two types of coping, as we think through. Um, both of those, and, and they both, I think, deserve a lot of time. So what I want to do in this episode is just talk through the first, uh, category, this emotion focused coping. So, you know, we've talked about in the previous episode, there are this range of emotions that we experience during, during low moments. And this, I found this very interesting as I was doing research, uh, that there are actually 34,000 Distinguishable emotions. (laughs) amazing. I mean, I I can think about a lot of emotions I've had. I don't know if I've ever gotten to 34,000, but I guess as you think about, you know, your day, you think about um, your week and the types of things that you experience and specifically what you experience during um, the moments that kind of require resilience, right? Or the moments that kind of put you in resilience mode. So those moments where you are experiencing some type of problem, those moments where you've experienced some type of um, challenge, right? And and we talked about in the previous episode, some of the types of emotions that might come about. We said that it may bring about sadness and, you know, that we're just incredibly sad at what's happened and not really sure how we can turn it around. Closely associated with that is, is worry. You know, we're we're wondering, will this ever change? Will this, will we ever be able to get past this hurdle and the worry that comes with that? We've talked about anger, right? And that sometimes we're angry at ourselves um, for getting ourselves in the, in the situation. Um, Sometimes we begin to blame ourselves. If I'd only studied a little harder, uh, if I'd only um, thought about this, thought this out a little bit more, Uh, Man, why am I always in this situation? You get very angry at yourself and beat yourself up, and we talked about that. We—that's the one thing we don't want to do. But we also talked about embarrassment, right? Particularly if um, you've you've encountered some type of problem, some type of issue, and maybe you're a public person. um, You know, your life is lived out in the public, whether that's family members or friends or coworkers. It can be very embarrassing to fail um, and to fail repeatedly. Uh, remorse is another emotion that we, uh, may come across. Right. Um, and I think closely tied with remorse is grief. Um, it's not fun to, to be in, 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 moments and periods of, of problems and, um, prolonged periods can definitely bring about a sense of grief, a sense of sadness. And so we can have a lot of emotions that are going here. And I'm sure, you know, you probably have another, list of emotions that i haven't named there um we all kind of you know experience a range of emotions as we think about how do we cope with um how do we deal with these emotions how do we process these emotions Um, emotion focused coping can really really help us here and um kind of developing a a toolkit a, a set of tools that you can use when you experience these emotions will be very very helpful. Now there are kind of a couple of ways we can do this, right? There there there's a negative way of of kind of dealing with this, right? As we think about all those emotions, the fear, the worry, the anger, there's a negative way to deal with that, and perhaps maybe you just avoid it, right? You just say oh, I'm just not gonna not gonna think about it, not gonna talk about it. Uh, maybe you try to suppress it, you know? Okay, if I if I go out and party, um, if I kind of do some extra work, uh, if I have a drink, to kind of uh, take the edge off. These are things that could prove to be um, very negative, right? But there are a couple of things, and these are things that have really helped me. The first thing that's really helped me, and I think it could help you, is is journaling, right? So you you have had a very long day, you had a very long week, very long month, and you need some way to get that out, no matter what emotion you're feeling. Um, I have found that journaling or writing down um, thoughts and um, what you're feeling can be a very, very beneficial thing to do. Um, it, it can provide an emotional outlet for stressful feelings. You know, it, it can enable you to uh, uh, brainstorm and put together some solutions that that you're facing. I've also found that journaling kind of helps me get back to a place of having. Uh, more positive feelings, um, you know, being able to kind of transform the the anger um, to joy, uh, being able to uh, transform the worry to a place where I'm worry-free. And so journaling kind of uh, uh, helps that. So th- uh, what I found is that there are a couple of things that, that I want to do specifically when I'm journaling, particularly when it comes to emotions and, and coping with emotions. So let's say that you um, have, um, consistently had an issue at work or maybe with a coworker, or you've had an issue around, say a project, right? It seems like you can never quite get the project. Right. And that's kind of gotten you in a place where you said, man, I just not really sure if I can even move on. The first thing that I generally do with journaling is, you know, I'll write down, um, what I want to change, you know, um, man, I, I don't want to feel this way anymore. You know, I'm tired of feeling worried. I'm tired of being in a constant state of sadness or anxiety. Right. So I'm just kind of write down and what I want to change and, and kind of think about that and make sure I've got that tight. The next thing that I generally do is is, is is write down what is in my ability to change this. You know, what what do I have control over? Well, you know, maybe um, I can be a little more prepared. Maybe I can not let um, something that said get to me. Uh, maybe I can have a conversation with someone. Maybe I can um, go and get some training. And I think this is also a good time to talk about, to think through, you know, we talked about in a couple episodes back, kind of having this, um, uh, this toolkit of this kind of resource toolkit of uh, being hopeful and being um Having a measure of gratitude. Right. These are things that you can kind of pull in. Now, this add this stuff to your abilities. And then the third thing I kind of go into after I've kind of written down what I want to change and uh, what do I have within my power to change it. I'm going to talk about, like, why do I want to do this? Right. I mean, I know what I want to do why do I want to do this? You know, what are my reasons for doing this? And this kind of helps, this kind of helps from a motivation standpoint, right? When you can kind of picture what your life is like on the other side of the problem, what your life is like on the other side of the frustration, it really gives you a lot of energy and a lot of motivation to get it done. So you've got those three things now. Now you've got to move to kind of the second half and the second half I'm now going to ask myself, what do I need to make this change? So I'm writing all of these things down. I've got it in you know, my notebook or uh, writing on my phone. Uh, for me, paper and pen really go well. But I'm writing down, how important is it for me to make this change? And, 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 and what do I need to make this change? right? So it may be something that's not really important. But I think if you're at this place, this is something that is really, really important. So you're going to write down why it's important. How important is it? And then what do you need? Maybe you need resources from someone else. Maybe you need some additional training. Maybe you need a mentor, right? But you want to write down what you need. And the next phase and kind of this last phase of this is what are you willing to do? What are you willing to do to get the thing that you've listed? You know, um, are you willing to have the tough conversation? Um, are you willing to go and make an ask? Let 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 your pride down and go make an ask, Um are you willing to shift something about your approach, right? And then, and then, kind of the last thing is a commitment. Okay, well, what's what am I going to do? What's what's after I put all this stuff down? What am I going to do? And this, you know, and a great thing about this is you've you've kind of got a plan for how you can deal with it now, and then you've got a plan for kind of how you can deal with it when it comes back again, right? So when it comes back the next time you're in the situation again, you now kind of have this mental uh, map of, okay, I I do this, I do this, I do this, I do that. And I would encourage you, this is something that I do. I would encourage you to share that with a friend, you know, a family member, someone that you're close to and say, Hey, if you, if, if, if you, if you see me um, behaving in this way, if it looks like I'm, I'm down, um, And, and I tell you this, and I tell you, this is what's going on. Remind me of these steps. And it could be something that you could use to kind of help friends help you. So beyond journaling, the next thing that's really helped me is meditation. Right. And I know that's kind of a, uh, it's a buzzword in some circles. It's a, it's a bad word in other circles. Right. But meditation is very good. Meditation can help you, um, kind of separate yourself from thoughts as you react to stress. It kind of helps you kind of take a step back. And meditation helps you to kind of react to the situation, um, not in a place of panic or fear, but in a place of really, um, relaxed and kind of thought out approach, right? Meditation allows you to relax your body. And when you relax your body, um, you do wonders for the stress levels that you experience, right? There have been numerous research, um, that talks about our inability to make solid decisions when we're stressed. So meditation helps us kind of relieve that stress. Now, meditation is many things to many people. Um, It takes on many forms. Um, But generally, meditation has some anchor, a being or a belief. And if you're a person of faith like me, particularly Christian faith, meditation might include you taking a particular scripture or passage of scripture and spending time with each word. Um, It may involve you thinking about the attributes of God. And God is a loving God. God is a merciful God. God is a kind God. And you may think on that. Other forms of meditation are centered on an awareness of thoughts and kind of uh, being mindful of what I'm thinking about at the time. And uh, um, uh, other forms are are centered on breathing, right? It's it's pretty amazing what you can do to your body, to your heart rate, um, to your stress level by just doing some simple breathing exercises. Um, um, Holding 10, breathing in, holding it for 10 seconds and then breathing out, releasing that, um, does amazing things for you. So journaling is one meditation is a second one. I think the third one is therapy. Now I realized that particularly in some African American circles, um, there's a great stigma that comes with therapy. Um, and many people don't go and get help because they're scared of how other people would perceive them, coworkers, family members, friends. But I got to tell you, um, Uh, There was a particularly rough moment in my life in the early 20s. And um, I tried the other things that I've mentioned. Um, I spent time journaling. I spent time in meditation. And it wasn't until I went and got therapy that it really, really helped me. I mean, that was one of the transformational moments in my 20s. And I'm so glad that I did that. And there are uh, many resources that you can go um, to your local church, uh, to Um, counseling centers that may be in your area. Even some gyms now are offering offering some um, pathways to therapy. And so I want to encourage, I won't talk much about that, um, but I want to encourage you if you feel you're at that place um, to please go and get that help. So in the next episode, we want to shift from emotion focused to problem centered, right? And I think we're going to get some very good things out of there. In the meantime, I'd love to get your thoughts. I'd love to hear if you have some ways that you deal with um, your emotions. Maybe you've got some other things that you do, exercise or um, coloring. Um, there are a lot of things that we can do. And so I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, you can join the conversation on Twitter using the hashtag grit podcast. Let us know what you think. Thanks so much for joining me today. And we'll see you next time.